This is Chrome Bills, by the way. Chrome Bills. And we're drunk. Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. Yeah. What's up, Chuck? Oh, there he is. Damn, we got no ch- audio from Chuck. Chuck. Join us. That's check, check, one, two, one, two. There he is. Forgot I needed that phantom power. Oh, yeah. Check out that bald spot. What do you mean? Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. It's like a... Yeah, it's starting. Space. It's like about the size of a nickel. Oh, yeah. is, that a, is that a future <laughs> album cover? This me doing this like yeah. spreading spreading my uh, the, my bangs open like curtains <laughs> spreading your bangs open. Wait, am I am I correct in remembering that the root of the Moses name was a part in the hair? Yeah, I told you guys that. Did I tell yeah. that story on the podcast? Absolutely. So, yeah. My God. Yeah, it was. You know, I remember funny? Steve's reaction was, "Kids are cruel." Yeah, dude, kids are mean as hell. You know, it's funny though. I um, <clears throat> I met. A mutual, a friend of a friend of that person, and she and uh, she was asking me about my nickname. I told her that story, and I said, "Oh, you know the you know the two girls on the bus who gave me that name," and uh, <clears throat> she said, "Oh, no shit, I'll have to ask them." And when and when she asked them, they were like, "Oh yeah, I remember him. Like say hi." And then they asked, like, "Oh yeah, he goes by Moses now. Like why?" Like they don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely assumed it was going to be a guy or a group of guys. Yeah, I was thinking a guy, first. totally. <clears throat> now nah, all my bullies were girls, man. I guess that means no, they were trying to smash, though. If that's not an album cover, uh, all an my album bullies title, were girls. All my bullies were girls. Is yeah, I don't know. Hmm. With the, with this, <laughs> I just Look. it made me realize that the depth from here mm. to my mm. I, that's. Mm. I think about that a lot. That space, a, yeah. My space goes pretty deep. Bet it goes deeper than you thought it did. <laughs> I've always had a very small I feel dimension like maybe, here from maybe. like the eyebrow to the ear. Where like if you go yeah. laterally, yeah. like that shit is tight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the anti-LeBron down here. But then I've always thought of how funny it would be if it kept that arc. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 like the guy cocaine man. <laughs> like Grand Poobah's hairline. Grand Poobah. Yo, when I was in like middle fresh. school, my shit was down here, I swear to God. Bangs? Can or you, the actual you guys, hairline? Just, you guys see my, my screen? Ha- my hairline. Yeah, I can see you. No, no, my screen. Hold on. I cannot see your screen yet. Oh. That's crazy you can do that. Is that Charlie Tuna? Oh, no, it's Grand Poobah. There was one photo there where he looked like, oh my god, it's a nice hairline. I mean, it's not quite the Nazi or Jones, but it's it doesn't nice. look real, does it? What if Charlie Tuna and Grand Poobah were did a did a record together called Grand Tuna? <laughs> Grand Tuna or Charlie Poobah? <laughs> Grand Tuna is amazing. Welcome to Crow Bills. Wow. Are we doing this? Jurassic yeah. Nubian. Chuck, Chuck Scott, count us in. <clears throat> oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Yo, where you been? Y'all never doing a pot again? No. 
So you're just going to do a, a four and a half hour episode and end it like that? Get all drunk? <laughs> Leave it all out there? <laughs> it's March! Might be April by the time this thing posts, right? Yeah. Oh, no, I guess it'll be it'll be March 29th-ish. <clears throat> 2021. Is this a beat you made from the Khalil Gibran record? No, this is the one I made before that. Okay. Oh, Bob James? This is Chrome Bill's episode 176. It feels like you just made that up. Awakened from the hibernation. Wow, 176 for real? Steve Bills, Moses Rockwell. Kate Chrome with the homie. And to think I've been here from the very beginning. (laughs) Oh, and that reminds me. I actually got a soundboard. What's up? I got a soundboard. With my Christmas bonus. Didn't have it in time for that drunken episode 175, and I'm looking over. Are you plugged in? It's not even plugged in? It's still in the box. Do you want to take five <laughs> minutes and plug in the soundboard? No, I don't right. I don't know how to do that. But I did get the one you recommended. I got this. Yeah, I forgot what I recommended. Let me see. This is exciting. I got the Free. Akai MPX-8. Now we're Ooh. talking. Oh, sorry. It's not in the camera. There you Ooh. go. Very nice. Now I am <clears> sized. It's like the, the flute version of an MPC. <laughs> Why is no one, you know, remember when in the 80s, like the synth bands, the guy would wear the keyboard that was that looked like a guitar? Mm-hmm. How has yeah. no one done that with the MP? I, you know, do you know who um, Piso is? He used to go by Picasso. Yeah. He mm. used to bring the um, guitar hero out on stage mm-hmm. and like pl- and play... Uh, poison by BVD on it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not an MPD. I remember seeing uh, people under the stairs. Rest in peace to Double K. I think that happened uh, between our last episode and this one. And they were playing. They brought an eight-bit Nintendo on stage. This was at the Auto Bar in Baltimore, and mm. probably mm. the early aughts. Brought an eight-bit Nintendo. Started playing the game Pro Wrestling, which had this intro that went through all the characters. And at one point, they looped it up and went into a song. And I was like, "That's it was the it was the intro to the set." I was like, "That's fucking dope!" Wow. Yeah, that's really that's really cool. Rest in peace, Double K. Did you go back through there? I, I feel like we all have that nature because um, I guess the Doom news broke uh, New Year's Eve as well. Do you find that you can't help but go back through people's catalog as soon as the news hits that, that they pass? Always. Like, and, and it's, you can even watch the metrics, you know, when you look at like oh, yeah. someone's listenership on Spotify, it'll be like, listens this month. You'll be like, oh shit, wow. Uh, and I, I always debate with it because I'm like, well, that feels fucked up that I'm only listening now. But then at the same time, like, what's the alternative? Not listening yeah. <laughs> after right. the past, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's too late for me to enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess if it's a, someone you've never gotten into, maybe there's something a little fraudulent about that. But if it's someone that, like, at some point in their career arc you were a supporter and fan of, it seems like it's only natural to go back and hit it pretty hard. I think it's fraudulent to, like, <clears throat> to like post about it and talk about it, how it was a big deal for you if it wasn't. But I, I don't think it's... I don't think it's ever too late to um, decide to start getting into it, you know, especially if everyone's talking about it. Like, I I know a lot of people who hadn't really got into Doom until after and, like, 
I remember I'm being glad like yeah sure I'll make you a playlist you know you're yeah. gonna love you're gonna love it you know you should just be Speed. honest you should just be honest with your social media <laughs> <laughs> yeah no fully I'll, I'm just saying I'm just saying uh it's never too late to like become a fan right you know don't be out here acting like you right. were like I you was were not there. I wasn't like, like a... you were shooting in the gym with me right I was never a huge <laughs> people under the stairs fan. Not that I don't like the music. I just didn't ever get into them. So like you wouldn't see a post from me saying like, oh, this is like breaks my heart. Like, obviously it sucks, but I'm not going to pretend like that was my my joint or whatever. You know, tell you what, if I die, fucking <laughs> everybody go bananas on Instagram, even if we've never talked. I'm trying to get my Spotify. <laughs> There's also the, the roof, the angle where like you're paying their loved ones right you're 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 supporting them right obviously these every, everybody's got a family so it's no shame in that yeah. oh, that's a good point too yeah show some love give them a few spins i'm gonna if, if moses were to pass i'm gonna be the first one who's like why isn't the dweeb series on spotify anymore <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's this thing but tommy boy can, can you leave us in charge of the um you know the the uh, executing of the estate, your digital estate. Oh, once we're going, I've so already. We can, I've, so we can promote already, that, or what? Are you already gave it? I've to already Mitch? made Seize gave, Mike's the beneficiary. Oh, you gave it to Seize. <laughs> <laughs> no man, if I die, burn my shit. There, there was this guy in the last month or two. I'm trying to remember his name. I think he works for Duckdown now. Okay, uh, he has like thick clear framed glasses you talking about james Nietzsche? yes that's exactly what i'm talking james, about james Nietzsche is my my uh he's my old manager he's okay that's a, that's i wanted to know what the connection was because he posted an album cover that i believe predates the dweeb series mm -hmm. that i had never seen Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It was a very young Moses. What's the name? Can we get it so Steve can at least pull this photo off because it's a little visual. It's called the Nervous Rex tape. Please don't play it on the goddamn podcast. Why? We will play why? it, but I think I think the visual needs to be seen. How you know what's it? funny about this is I just uh, a friend of mine just like hit me up about it and said, "Hey, why isn't this accessible anywhere?" So I made it public on Bandcamp mm -hmm. and have oh, yet to we. put it back talking. to private. <laughs> Who is this guy? Maybe 10 seconds? No. Just, I just want to hear if the voice changes. You won't let me do it? Just a little bit. Do, do oh, God, do. there it is. Oh, man. Oh, man, who gave it a 3 out of 5 rating? This guy did. Oh, my. Anthony Fantano? <laughs> Why is Anthony Fantano? Wait, is that because AI thought that it was an Anthony Fantano mixtape? <laughs> 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 that is very eerily similar to my government <laughs> name. Wow. Give me a second. What year is this? It says 2011. Uh, I, I think I put this record out in 2010. What's with the balloons? Oh, no, it was 2011. You know what, man? I, I couldn't tell you what I was up to that day. You still supporting the, the three stripes like that? Oh, I'm Adidas, I'm Adidas till I die. Are you? That's You rep that. All okay, day I die about soccer. <clears throat> this is the. I, he gave me a CD, right? And uh, it was just in like a paper, like a sleeve. Is this a song or, or just an intro? Yeah, it's just the intro. Okay. That's a pretty dope intro, actually. I like that. 
Yo! Nope. No, 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 no. Yo! Not oh, this right. one? Fine, I don't, I don't care. I don't care about anything. <laughs> there she blows. Ice over shoulder, knee and toes. 9-11 rotary them poles like I have been appointed to impose. Cause I'ma do like I'ma do. 40-something cold in the row. Gun talk is tired. Drug talk is dead. What's this Party beat again? For the record, I fucking love this. Yeah, what is this beat again? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Why are you... Why are you Holy upset about this? Steve, and, I, and I'm not, I'm only putting it in a bucket, like yeah. not that you were biting or anything, but it almost feels very primitive plus. It very, it, I agree. Right. Like I was like, yo, what is yeah, this, what is this beat? This? What is this beat, dude? Did you make this? No, uh, I don't think I made any of the beats on this album. I, Pot I lead straight from the number two, pull the ground right from under you, Doc. What is this? And putting pop gelatin is like relevance. Please beat my rhetoric for peace sake. You will be me deep in deception. Give me your break, separate fake from the genuine. I might just be on myself, right? Just like Christ, right? Wrong. Oh, making raps, right? Songs. Oh, thinking. Je- Whoa. Yo. My man spit. Yo. Look, man. <laughs> We all you got don't like that? In, we all got like things that. in our lives we regret. <laughs> Hopefully we can move on from them and become better versions of ourselves. I was digging that. I didn't feel like that was dope. I'm not going to pay for it. Um, <laughs> this is because you're, you're internet cheap. Yeah, I'm not going to pay for that. But What's internet cheap? So Steve will buy an $8 beer. And if while you're drinking the $8 beer, you mentioned a 99 cent app that he could have for the rest of his life. He'd be like, I'm not paying 99 cents for an app. Well, um, <laughs> they, things unchanged. That's relatable. I always had a have, I've always had a problem with spending money on something I can't hold in my hands. Mm, right. I know it's a cool thing to like support our friends and support <laughs> peers and contemporaries. If that's the only way. We're able to support them when they put out music, but like if I'm going to spend money on music, I'd like to. You want a product, you want a physical. Yeah, yeah. Or even books. Like I buy a lot of Kindle books, but like that's just, I usually also own the physical. Like Mm. it's like I want to be able to read this on my phone when I'm doing whatever. Let's go, let's go um, person by person. What's the last five things you, you purchased from like vinyl, CD, cassette, t shirt? Have you supported your friends recently? I think my shit's going to be uh, embarrassingly obvious and, and predictable. You've hooked up your boy Glenn Levitt a few times recently. <laughs> your boy Look, Glenn. Man, me and Glenn go way back. <laughs> you you first, Chuck. God, so is this purposely designed for me to be the shitbag of the show? Because I don't <laughs> even remember really the last time I shelled out any money on music fuck i suck wow <laughs> oh man i mean i was so i've always been a proponent of like bobby noble record i would oh was a gift fuck you didn't oh no we did pay it we paid for that yeah we did pay for it okay bobby noble record all right can i can i come up with a second thing yes two things <sighs> t-shirt when when Oh, I bought the mystery sounds hoodie from you Cam. Did. It's you did. Dope. Which color? It's very dope. Which color? Uh, black joint. Black joint. Black with the white trim. Okay. Solid. Money. But I might buy another one. That's pretty I got, good. I got a five-panel hat that I wear all the time. Oh, I might get a hat. Good call. I want the camouflage hoodie, but uh, DJ Attic got it. And I think the last time I've, last couple times I've seen him, he's been wearing that same hoodie. So 
there's going to be some outfit battles. And then I was going to buy this Moses Rockwell 7-inch, but instead I text Nas is coming uh, <laughs> to the, you guys, but it never came in the mail. Did any of those go out? We've sent 0%. You have that. not sent one of them. <laughs> I don't have addresses. I, I thought I sent you one for Ben Selznick. I didn't get those. He didn't get it. <laughs> he didn't get it. Sizzle neck. <laughs> I tell you what, if you, yeah, let's. We're not going to do this game because it it backfired um, the last time with the Nas is coming. So we're not giving anybody anything. No, we can still send those out. I just, you know, I've had a rough couple months. That's true. <clears throat> That's true. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, we we can make sure they get out. Okay. So what were the the music purchases for you guys? I have a lot, so Moses, you can go. You can go last. I think the last thing I received in the mail was um Spirit Spirit World Field Guy. Oh, you bought it? The, what did you get? Uh, yeah, I bought the I bought the CD. Shit. Um, and I also bought the uh, the utility knife that it came with. It came <laughs> with like, the did it came with a utility knife? That's smart. It didn't come with it. There was just a bunch of merch, and I was like, I don't want a t shirt or a notebook. Mm-hmm. I want the, I want like something I can use. That's pretty know? badass. Yeah, like cut boxes open. Maybe work. during a break you could go grab that. I'd like to see it. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, I bought bus drivers, uh, cassette tape with an audio, with a book companion. It's like a it's like a, book, a tape of poetry, hmm. and then there's a book of all the poems in it. Um, I bought I bought Mike's vinyl. I bought uh, oh, uh what's it called? Anime, anime trauma yeah, divorce. Anime trauma divorce. Um, I bought "Don't Feed the Monster" on CD. I should get that. I love that record. Um, <clears throat> are you on the bonus? Are you on a bonus cut on that? I don't know what's happening with that song. <laughs> I thought I thought that that song. Have I sent that to you guys? No, I don't think you have. Okay, good. I'd be in trouble if I did. Um. I don't know, man. That's, that's far back. Those are some good ones. Goes. Yeah, you got some good ones, man. Fuck it. I'm going to yeah, buy that. I'm just embarrassed. Sandwich. I'm going to buy I'm that. Just that how obvious they are. Oh, man. It's it's crazy. I was hanging out with DJ Premier, you know. Was he? No, I have no idea. I'm just, oh, that's, a, nice that's, how I envis- that's how I envision his life, you know. That would be a nice um I was hanging out with Cool Herc and DJ Premier last night. And <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Premier, it was a big day for. Friend of the show, Max Bent, who's also uh, got some, got a, at least one beatbox appearance on the upcoming Chrome Bills album. Hell yeah. Uh, he did a track with Stan Ipkiss, uh, which is entirely uh, Stan just rhyming on top of him beatboxing. And not only did Premier play it, he did uh, on Instagram, he was juggling it. He was juggling and cutting up the beatbox. I, I, texted like, him, wow. I texted him this evening after I saw that. I was like, this is fucking crazy, Max. Like,. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, Premier's just like get, like totally into it, man. Just cutting it, cutting it up. Max beatboxing, like, hey, that's what we do. I feel like <laughs> I feel like a, a primo nod is like, uh, yeah, that's no like, one can tell you anything ever again. I would think that'd be the end, right? Like, yeah. okay, primo likes my shit, so like, fuck you, you know. Basically, if primo likes your shit, uh, hip hop likes your shit. Yeah, like you, you know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Not only to play it, but then to be like, oh, let me just pull it back to this part that I really yeah, like yeah. that you did. It's 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 amazing. So congratulations, Max, man. It's fucking fire. And shout out to Stan Ipkiss. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. That's a good interview. If you dig back through, that's probably in the 50s. 
Is it? It's been that long, huh? 1950s. Yeah, back in the 50s. Been doing this shit for a minute. So what have you guys been up to? Just hanging out, you know? Living the, the working person's life. It's depressing. Yeah, same. Right? I've been so I've been going back to the office like uh, I was completely quarantined for the latter nine months of 2020. I've been back maybe two to three days a week mm. and uh, commuting is like I miss that that was my favorite time to connect with music. Like the amount of music I've listened to has gone way up because of that. Not not only just listening, but it's like the right time to get in the zone and really dig through something whether it be a, a whole album or or mixes you put together or anything like that so it's been nice to get reacquainted some of it's just going back through old shit like i i would text steve randomly i'd be like yo this fashion album holds up <laughs> boy meets world or boy meets like world that. dope record yeah. right okay yeah that is a that's a text i get like once every three years from you i think have you checked that, this fashion record it's a very good album i mean it it does a lot of a lot of things that tend to hit yeah, as good albums, right? One would be uh, a talented producer doing the whole thing, right? Because that tends to give a cohesive. That's right. Product. Exile did that whole record, right? And then the other is someone who's been around for a while mm-hmm. doing their first official release. Yeah, right. So, like, if you combine those two things, I mean, how many artists is like their first album, the one that everyone likes the most? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, for me now, it's for Moses Rockwell. <laughs> It's a nervous wreck take. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, can I please be the one to edit this episode? Nope. Uh. But, I mean, there's there's obvious ones and then not so obvious ones, but that's certainly hidden. <laughs> Steve's going back to it. He's just going to leave the picture up there. So did you have uh. somebody on a ladder taking the picture down at you? What did you use? Was there a ladder? I think maybe or a chair or something. Okay. Yeah. I remember that day. There's a lot going Pretty... on here. Oh, that must yeah. be why he shared it. Was it was the 10 year anniversary, right? If it was, yeah. February, it says released February 15, <clears throat> oh, 2011. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what it, what happened. Got some heavy hitters on it, Von P. I know we're we're sort of skipping around on the podcast, but forget. Oh, Hassan Mackey's on two joints on there. Oh, it's on. Um, this is on the Bandcamp. Yeah. Yeah. See, I made it. I made it. I made it um, public so Sam Man could listen to it. <clears throat> this was the purpose then, of it. Okay. Oh, was Sam the person who asked? Like we didn't. You didn't actually yeah, say that. You said someone trying, asked for me to make I, it. I was trying to not do that, but um, my man is guest. Just kidding. But uh, we had yeah. I, I I hit up a lot of like rap friends to to do raps on that record. I like everyone's contribution. Oh, fuck you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you at home, you just watched on the share screen, Steve hit download and select a folder on his desktop, and the whole thing just go. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, no one likes their old old stuff. Like, that's I love just my a, old stuff. Do you? I have one old. That's it. I only have one stuff. It's what's your old? What's your oldest stuff? Can, do you have the thing of you rapping? What are you talking about? You have a. You, oh, you there, a, do you have you, stuff before that though? The Grown Bill's theme song. Grown Bill's theme song. That was it. Chug freestyling. No. What about? Uh, started making music at thirty-eight, man. No. Didn't we do U O I came out before? <clears throat> that's true. That's my first. That's the first. Mitchie. Oh, oh, that was your. 
You did cuts on it? No, no, no he didn't beat. He didn't give me credit. <laughs> Wait, you made that beat? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. You like that song? Good. Hell yeah. I thought that was one of Mitch's beats. See? Mitch. Are there cuts on that song? No, I don't remember I there being no. any. Mm-mm. It was well, originally gonna, it was originally going to be a, a C's Mike song because it because C's had the verse and then I guess he played it for Mitch and it became a Mitch song. But it is on C's record, isn't it? Mm-mm. I think Mitch is listed as the person that put it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Spotify, but it's not on the With album. No, but it does feel like something that would be on the With album. That's a good. It's a good one. Yeah. Oh man, this beat rips. I made a ripper. I've, I'm pretty sure I've texted Mitch that I like this beat, and he was like, yo, thanks. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> Steve, you don't have anything before then? I don't think so. Well, there was that really bad song that me and Pete Suggs were going to do. That, please don't play that. That was terrible. What was that one? About the rain? Yeah, the rain song. I'm driving around the city, and it's raining. Yeah. The hook was way too Broadway, too. It was, it was that deliberate. It was a, it's By Broadway, do you mean, yeah, see, it was. pretty Mike Shank, Two-Faced Al <laughs> over some gal. You know how songs can just be so, the choruses can be so deliberate? What's, oh, right. They're like, this is a story all about how my podcast got turned upside down. This is a song about drinking 40s. It's even worse if the, there, there's like this trend to get way too on beat in choruses mm-hmm. and then also be deliberate. And I'm like, no. I have a pet peeve about, um when rappers mimic the like the melody of the song mm-hmm. that sort of drives me crazy too sometimes it works though Just give me a see example. there's where, a there's a it, spectrum all right so are we gonna say like the nelly Furtado jurassic five song is amazing right but that's her mimicking the melody right that one's pretty good i can't i can't front on that one uh, I feel like there's got to be a bus driver example that oh, I to. <laughs> he's like, let me just break down this Tchaikovsky. Uh, like, well, <laughs> a- bus driver, I'm sure you know, will mimic the melody of the whole song, the entire song with the with the, like the, I'm going to hold your hand when you die. We played that. That shit is crazy. No, crazy. Don't, don't play that again. No, I'm no, sure. but we did play it on an yeah, episode we did. <clears throat> yeah. for sure. For sure. No, but I don't know. I, I feel like I can't think of any. I think Bust, I think Buster Rhymes did it. Has done that a lot, right? Like, there's a Jay Zone one, and I love Jay Zone. So this is not a shot that yeah. like really misses. That's called "She's Too Young," and like the concept is him accidentally finding out that a girl is under eighteen. But the chorus is literally like the beat goes bum bum bum, and he just goes, "She's too young." Yeah, <laughs> she's too uh, young. Sandman is really good at that. Anytime Sandman like right, he's he's he, on point with it. Yeah, um, like what what you want from me? That kind of right. Yeah, what yeah, you want from me? That's a good one. Yep. Song's a banger. Not really. I feel like I feel like Milo, um, Rap Ferrer does that from time to time. Is it Milo or Marlo? Milo. Milo. He do- mm-hmm. He did that on the last record. He did it well with the horns sounds, when he was dancing with sounds, the horns or whatever. Sounds, yeah. 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 Oh, oh, but the record before that, they did it a lot too. Okay. You know, now that you mentioned it, Milo is really kind of like a uh, bus driver part two. In a lot of ways, hmm. the way he, the way, the way that he does that thing specifically, where it sort of mimics the melody. Was Bus Driver in um, uh, what is the, what's the collective again with Mike Eagle? 
Hellfire Club? Hellfire. I was trying to say like fire or something. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Was, he, was, he, was he in it? Was Bus yeah, Driver dude, in it? Yeah, Bus Driver is like Milo's rap dad. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fully. He's the rap dad? Milo's a lot of, or Driver's a lot of people's rap dad. Who else's rap dad is he? Probably Mike. Okay. And then No Can Do was in that group? So that group was, yeah, Driver, uh, No Can, Milo, Over Mike Eagle, um, Rhetoric Ramirez, probably more. I can't remember. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they put out a they put out this mixtape called Donnerverse Tukey, and uh, the shit. Fuck, it's the most excited I've ever been about rap. I'll be honest with you. Okay, and did it live up to the hype? You know what? I'm not positive because I don't know that I was privy to it when it was hyped up. I think I got to it a little bit late, um, so I don't know what the actual hype was. But a lot of good rapping. Okay. You guys aren't seeing my screen, aren't you? Mm-mm. No, you're not. Mm-mm. I'm trying. You to only it. use that feature to torment me. Yeah, there are other. I mean, come on, L- look at this. <laughs> Why was I going to say it's not Albany, it's Rochester? Yeah. What are we googling me well, now? Yeah, we can go here and see your face on a wall, right? I mean, this is boy howdy. Look at this. Yeah. That's Aziz. That's I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is that picture? Which one? <clears throat> this one? The most ridiculous one. Wait, is that evidence? No, that's... Oh, this one. Right. The black and white one, the big smile. I've, oh. <laughs> I've never seen that picture in my life. This doesn't look like you, to, for the record. You don't think so? <laughs> no. You don't have blue lips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This is funny to me. I don't know why. I'm very handsome. Please let me ed- uh, edit this episode. That's fine. You can edit the episode. Um, got to take out the, got so take out the fat. Why don't we? Do, you guys want to tease the next uh, the next guest we got here, or what? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I should have been prepared before I did this, but uh, I was gonna call you out on that afterwards. Uh, yeah, but it's fine. We're getting we're a little rusty, you know, shaking out. This the is cobwebs. Very, yeah, this is v- very very rusty here. Re- reconnecting the neuro passageways. Are you talking about Lou Bega? <laughs> All right. Ooh, yeah, good call. Yo, one for the money, two for the dough, three for the paper. That's all that I know. Broke with a job, a crook with the cash. Be hoping to God I don't put my foot in your ass. Got my foot on the gas, and I'm running the red. Move this pack in your ass. I just gun your dreads. Never go on the block like I used to do. Walk on the block, all of my niggas missed the boom, bad rap, whatever, the black leather, match the black Nike Venom, so nice that my wife began to burn. Body the grape, ain't great, probably break one, ain't for your face off, breaking off, uh, fake and soft, pardon, I hate all of you, punch you in the face, now you ain't with a taste barbecue, hard to do this, I'm doing me, you can do what you do, just don't do it in front of me, personally, wow, mm. 2012. Mm, Sean Price, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Sean Price. Produced by the one and only Stu Bangus, who will be our, our next guest on the Chrome Bills podcast. Big shout out to Sloppy Joe for hooking that up. Um, my man Stu Bangers putting in mad work. Slop to God to get busy. The super educated. 
right? That's what he goes by? The super educated? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. <clears throat> of course. So just to be, just <clears throat> be clear, yes. not Lou Bega. Lou Bega will not be on the podcast. This is only stew bangers. A little bit of grown bills in my life. I realize that I can't I can't say stew bangers without being like, yo, stew bangers, yo. Right? You can't yeah. just say, oh, Stuart Bangers is coming on the show next week. Hi, and, uh, this is Stuart Bangers. I'd like to check on the status of my application. <laughs> what is your name again, sir? Stuart. Last name? Bangers. As in and mash? Bangers. <laughs> like bangers. This is my cousin Fingers over here. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <clears throat> Anyways, that'll be a good time. Uh, he's scheduled for next week, so let's all try not to get sick or anything like that before. I'm getting my shot. No, Friday, no, no so it, I didn't, that was no shots. That was no shots at Moses. That was a shot for a shot for people who were getting their shots. Okay. Right? Okay. I understand. Yes, yeah, yeah, that was just. I heard that. Steve, did you shot. get yours today? No, I what did, did you man. say? Yeah, I'm feeling good. You feeling good? Yeah. Number one or number two? Number one, Pfizer. I'm repping that Pfizer. I hear number two, a little bit more painful. Why is this, why? What did they put in the second one? Like cayenne pepper or some shit? What? Why, why is the second one worse? I've heard that the second one makes your feet really hot for a while. That's not good. I got feet issues already. Have you heard this? Nope. I have not. No. Hmm. Could be a Rochester thing. Who knows? <laughs> the people in Rochester only are having swollen feet. They're like, I only wore four pairs of socks today. <laughs> That's the I like the picture of everyone in, everyone in Rochester being very cold. The, I play for the Rochester four socks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Chuck, you're what would you say you're going tomorrow? Tomorrow. Nice. Get, get it in. Good luck, man. Dude, I was in and out in 20 minutes. Where? What's the, That's what's what the said. stitch like down um, in Maryland? What's that? 20 minutes. Oh, was it your wedding night? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dad jokes here. <laughs> I, like, I think there should be a gag where every time someone says a dad joke, you just follow it with, like, <laughs> the literal interpretation. I can't last in bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny it's like the boat guy ejaculator. <laughs> on, on SNL they have this character <laughs> called the boat guy and he just comes in and <laughs> talks about his boat and that's what they do like they follow it he's like I just got a huge boat it goes 60 miles per hour I have a tiny penis <laughs> <laughs> should have seen me I had all these girls out there in bikinis none of them will talk to me <laughs> I always wonder that, like every summer, every like hot babe I know, mm. I'll be like, whose boat are you on? Yeah. And how are you always on vacation? You know hot babes though, Moses? <laughs> do tell. Look, you know what? I really don't know a lot of <laughs> said, Why do you said, go by he Moses said, He said every hot babe I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know like one hot babe. All right. So the one hot babe you know, she's going to uh, Dubai. Mm-hmm. Do Dubai. She's going to do Dubai. And, do uh, Dubai. And she gets on Shout a boat. Out. Shout out to the doppelgangers. Shout out to the doppelgang. Um, doppelgang. It is true, right? Like, why, what's with the boat thing? It's a little strange. I don't know. Yeah. I'll never know. Tell you what, I do like being on a boat, though. It's a really good feeling. I will say I don't like the 
faces of death type videos or someone's like, oh, this is a car crash or anything like that. Mm. But for some reason, the ones that involve people falling off of boats are like slightly more palatable. <laughs> I did not know you remember that. the one where the guy does like the turn down for what? And they're, <laughs> they're bouncing on the boat and everyone just falls off know, right when the one. beat drops. <laughs> I can't I say I've know. seen that one. Did the, everybody dies though? No. Oh, okay. I hope not. Maybe oh, I, I did. There is this video of people. It is like a faces of death video. It's like a bunch of people in a speedboat and they're just like hitting the super hardcore waves. Yeah, it's and the guy has the bald hair. If you Google it, turn down for what boat video? Is that the turn down for what? Where they're just. Yeah. Oh, man, that video sucks. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> Everyone's bleeding. No, no. Oh, you going to play it? <laughs> this is a real thing. You just hit boat. Just hit boat. This is it. This is the one. Oh, oh yeah. no. They remixed it? I don't think you want to play the audio. This bums me out real that bad. That dude looks like, I don't know if you guys saw soccer at all, but that dude driving the boat looks like Michael Bradley. Okay. So this is not going to end well. No one's going to die in the video. But they actually, people actually die here? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, ow. Ooh. Ooh, he just kind of disappears. Oh, I don't actually like watching that anymore. I liked it when it was on Twitter in a tiny little screen. Now that you've made it. I feel like it's on a loop. Yeah, turn it off. I can't watch it anymore. I can't do this. Holy crap. Who edited this? Oh, I see. It's a remix. <clears throat> okay. Well, that would see if like all of us goes right to the comments and be like, maybe there's some intel here. <laughs> Why do we all do that, right? Why do we all um, have to do this? Anyone else come here to check this out after? Okay, Game Grumps. Okay, ouch. What is what's Game Grumps? Man, people aren't shit. Like you could die in a boat accident, and somebody's gonna make a video that says like funny boat crash, <laughs> right? <laughs> Slow motion, funny boat crash. <sighs> Hilarious um, water accident. People are shit. Yeah. Well, Podcaster chokes during episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you see that? He was just talking a minute ago. <sighs> okay. He, he, he choked died and doing died. what he loved. He did. Good point. <laughs> Podcasting. Um, what, a, what a way to go out. <laughs> out like a sucker. How about some music selections? You guys want to take a little. Maybe I do. I, I need to pee. Let's just do. Let's just say that I have to pee. So I do too. All right. Uh, the new Arm and Hammer record comes out at midnight. Is this the one with Alchemist? Yeah, produced by Alchemist. Are you serious? That's dropping tonight. That's oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't we play? Why don't we play a little J Bomb beat? Why not? Let's let's. Okay. Oh yeah. Play, you want to play the one that the? I love the one that's the Chrome Bills uh, remix. This is uh, <laughs> this is J Bomb beat. Is the artist the new album? It's called Sky Dreams, and the track is "Wake Up." Chrome Bills, episode one hundred and seventy-six. One seventy-six. Boom! Shout out to the homie J Bomb Beat, aka the East Coast Kid, aka T E C K, aka the Resonated Consumer. My man.
Mudging to the core, I'm stubborn when verse running. Whoa. I'm laying like a turd ducking. Whoa. Listen Whoa. up, and you might learn something. Or calculate how to stay out my way. These powder puffs couldn't bust with a powder keg. Talking like they're smoking on a pound a day, but I was in Savannah, so talk to me about the grain. Waste not, what not, and what not. Up tick when you up and up shot. My coffee mug is covered in mud shots and blood cells in vain are saying what the blood clot. It's a war of attrition, persistence, first resistance, and I'ma go to distance. Whether gifted like a Christmas wish lift or lifted like a princess midriff, I'ma rip it. That's my cannabis rhyme. Whoa. That's my cannabis rhyme, y'all. Can I bust? I'm sure that's crazy offbeat. It needs to be edited out, but you know how we do. Big shout out what did to I the come back to? He said, uplifted like a midriff. What did you say? I said, whether, whether gifted like a Christmas wish list okay. or lifted like a princess midriff, mm. I'm a rip it. Because you rip both, too. You rip off the clothes, you rip off the wrapping paper. Deep. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was off the top. And I ripped the mic. No, that was not off the top. Oh. <laughs> I, I should have lied. I, I should have lied and said yes. I said. I said. I said. I said switching up speeds like Bruce Lee riding a Fuji in a movie. Mm. <laughs> Steve, can you explain that ride to me, by the way? Yo, that was the first time I ever heard anybody do that. <laughs> Say, I said. What? Well, it was Red Man, right? Yeah, it was Red It's on. He like, is it Can't Wait? Yeah, I think so. No, is it? Mm-hmm. I, Okay, well, yeah, he, like, stops the record. He's like, you know what? Sometimes I say really clever stuff. I'm going to repeat it back to you. I was like, what the f- You can do that? <laughs> you can interrupt a song? I was so intrigued, by the way, that he stepped out of the box on that record. Mm. Like, just with funny things. Like, there's one moment where he's like, I'm the fly human being. Watch me freak it in Korean. And then he just, like, raps in Korean. Uh, there's one point where he stops to just, like, it, it makes sounds like he's having sex with someone. He's like, let me school this bitch. Yo, bitch, my shit is tight. And she's like moaning. He's like, can anyone else do this and come back on the mic? I think not. My paper mate. But the ink. Like, he just goes right back into rabbit. 
Probably a lot of rain this afternoon with thunderstorms, highs in the mid 80s, and lows about Season 75 no. degrees. Def Jam? It's 11 30 a.m. You could probably give it 10 seconds. Did he really bury himself in the ground for this album cover? Do we know? That's a good question. I don't think Anybody they had special effects in the 90s. Right, so, little known fact, yeah. he hates that record. What? Really? How'd, yeah. you, how'd you find that out? Uh, well, so I, I think most of our <laughs> listeners probably know this, but I am definitely obsessed with Redman, and there's some part of me that does, he doesn't have my favorite catalog, but he's like my favorite personality mm-hmm. as a rapper, mm-hmm. and he definitely has, you know, 15 songs in my top 100 for sure. Yeah. Uh, and so I've watched where I'm going with that is I've watched like every long interview really that he's done right, okay. and I'll just be. DJ up Vlad. Night, chilling. DJ Vlad. Has, has he does done he have a, a lot DJ, of? Does he have a DJ Vlad? He has a DJ Vlad one. He yeah. does. Oh man. He has some some better ones than that though, where they dig into stuff. And apparently he was, uh, it was just like a really depressed time in his life, and he wow. kind of did the, the record all uh, like very isolated and locked in, which I think is kind of the genius because he's like producing a lot of the beats. You could tell it's it's eerie. It's like there's certain things where like if you write a song and it's hitting and you just record it that night, it sounds completely different than if you did it in a different take. And it has that sort of aesthetic to it. Mm. Uh, yeah. But he kind of looks at like muddy waters, you know, if anyone's like, there's a dark side, he's like, nah, nah I don't want to talk about that. But like, we could talk about muddy waters. Hmm. They're both great records, but I think most people, it's kind of the, the tribe, like, you know, midnight marauders versus low end theory. Like, Usually, people don't throw what the album is the number one. They're usually between those two, or That's maybe like a, young, a younger person might say like "Doc's the name," right? Can get thrown in there, which that does is, have some bangers. That's like um, "Beach Rhymes in Life" is is "Doc's the name," right? And yeah, you're right. That no, no, no. Well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I see. I think people have the same reaction to "Beats and Rhymes in Life" and the Love Movement. Nah, love movement is malpractice. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, so I like both of those records, but I mean, Mal, malpractice and the love movement. No, no, uh, beats. I don't think I like malpractice actually, uh, but I like beats, rhymes, and life and the love movement. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think they're great. I think like the a love lot. movement is incredibly underrated. I think, especially when you go back and hear it with today's ear knowing like how much Dilla ended up influencing music and how it was at the beginning. And I remember Steve making this joke, you know, 10 years ago where he's like, the first time I heard love movement, I was like, who's this Jay Dilla guy that's ruining tribe for me. Like, and he said it like sarcastically. Right. But then mm-hmm. it was such a, it was such a shift. Uh, but when you hear it now, like the songs sound like a lot of the music that followed for the next 10 or 15 years, production wise. The mm-hmm. Can I share oh, the, a the bootay? Yes. <laughs> can I share I my uh, personal muddy waters story? Yes, please. So my father had this uh, lived-in girlfriend named Helen, who was like a who was like a whiskey drinking uh, blues lady. She was really into the blues, and Anthony. she yeah <laughs> nah she was she was like really sweet Rub and attractive. She just happened to like the blues and, and drink sure. a lot. Sure. And one day she came up to me. I'll tell you how old I was after. She said, hey, I bought the CD. I thought it was something else, but it's it's rap. And I know you like rap, so I thought maybe you'd, you'd like to have it. And I said, yeah, absolutely. I had no clue what it was, and it was Red Man Muddy Waters. She must have thought it was a Muddy Waters record. Right. 
she was like, wow, Muddy Waters is really young in this record because it has like Redman on the cover too. Right? <clears throat> yeah, I don't so. know. I don't know. I don't know how she made this mistake. Maybe she ordered it out of a magazine. It was the 90s. Yeah. Things were different back then. Okay, that, that, that part makes more sense. I, I, this, I had this CD when I was seven years old. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, it was like one of my first CDs. Wow. This shit ruined my mind. It ruined my, it broke my brain. It's, it, it is a little aggressive for a seven-year-old. Like, huh. like, uh, hot while your cars, Indian cigars, afros, fofos, omnis with momos. Yeah, nasty <laughs> when I come, I should be dush. I used to be the chief instructor for Bruce. <laughs> I just At remember seven years old. Guess, guess whose daughter's about to turn seven? Your boy right here. And she's, oh my not, God. Get, she's not getting a red man CD. You don't Imagine. think she wants to hear Superman Lover Part Three? Oh <laughs> Jesus, Moses! I'm sorry. What if she? What if she? What if you woke up and you and you were pouring milk into her cereal and she just, without looking She's at like, you, was like bum bum. No, she was like bum 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 bum. If you see a bitch passed out on the fucking ground, what the fuck you gonna do? Oh my god! That is definitely one of those lines that did not age well at all. Because I'm sure he was like help her. Home, help her home. Right. <laughs> oh man, yeah, we were listening to Raffi songs in the car. You know, what's Raffi? Like a kid's artist, Riff Raffi. <laughs> wow, Chuck. <laughs> let's let that. Let's let that, let that one simmer for a second here. This is. <laughs> Here's some Raffy for Down you. Down by the bay where the watermelons grow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Classic. All right. Classic. R- riff Raffy, though, Chuck. <laughs> it's a great concept. Classic. If, I mean, if I were worth anything in my weight in DJing, I would fucking do a Riff Raffy album and blow up. <laughs> That is one of the ones that no one's touched. That has not hey, been touched, yeah. Speaking of um children's music, I I somehow happened upon the sample to um Peas Porridge in the Pot and it and it's a children's album. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yes, I knew it was a children's record. I don't know if I know the record though. Yeah, I, I don't know, I just happened to find it and I was like, This there's no way this is the thing. And it was the thing. And the drum, the drums, the drums are. Yeah, that's on Three Feet Iron Rising or De La Soul's Dead. De La Soul's De- Dead. De La's Dead. Yeah. Yeah, that little break is ridiculous. Shout out to Prince Paul. Actually, we don't Make know. Is that a Prince Paul sample? We don't know. Yeah, Prince Paul did um, the first all of the three first three Daylight records, top to bottom. Are you sure? Positive and more. He did Three Feet. He did De La's Dead. Are he did um, sure? Balloon Mind State, and Are then he did sure? he he did uh, <laughs> most like most of the beginning of um, Stakes is High. Or like they he said that it, you know he started them and then just gave them all of the stems and adats or whatever. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Why do you have you heard different? Is this like a controversial? I don't know if it's controversial. I thought that he did the first record, and then the second record is when they started producing some of their own stuff, like more of a collaboration. Oh, I don't know. I was convinced that. Um, Are Prince you Paul sure? Was a... No, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking around. All right. 
This could be solved easily by listening I mean, to the... It's all on the what it happened was. What it happened was... Oh, yeah. Well, if, you know, if you trust the um, what happens on that podcast, then that confirms everything I just said. Oh, are you sure? No, fuck. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, shout out to the homie Rich Chin. He sent me something that there's going to be a what had happened was with LP. Did you guys see that? I'm pumped yeah. for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Chuck, Chuck put that in the group chat today. That was today. Good. I was that today so. or yes? I got, yesterday? I got text at the same time. Like, yeah, it's fire. It had to have been today because um, I, f- I feel like I remember looking at it at work. It shows the genius that mm-hmm. is Open Mike Eagle and that in order to do a lot of episodes, you have to do someone that has like various phases of their career. Like not to say you like you could take someone and be like, oh, I want to do Slug from Atmosphere. But I, I feel like it's just one long and i don't mean this as a diss like it's just one long like atmosphere and then we and then we were here and then we got bigger and then we sort of uh, transitioned to this other phase and sound set or whatever but like it's not they're not like incredibly compartmentalized different facets of the career the way they are for prince paul like where you can take everything with Dela is so much different than hands boy modeling school is so much different than doing the records for chris rock mm-hmm. it's so much different than grave diggers like you know the, you kind of want it to be in order to make the podcast you know 10 episodes and not just a really really good two hours you want it to be that and so i was wondering who they were gonna do and i like quickly racked my brain and i was like i can't think of really anyone other than because of paul i was like well you could do the rizza you know like if you just yeah. kept it yeah and kind of followed the same formula right because it's like you don't have to just do wu-tang if mm-hmm. you do the rizza mm-hmm. like you can go right so but l is the perfect example right he's because per- it's the whole like pre-raucous yeah. kind of new yorican new york city freestyle in that union square era right the overlap and kind of leading all the way up like that everything pre-company flow pre-raucous is like got to be an episode then yeah. i look at co-flow it's like at least an episode the solo career in Def Jux and the influence on Aesop, Liff, uh, Murs, everyone that came out on that is like clearly an episode and then like run the jewels. And I'm sure I'm forgetting like entire there could be some huge other chunks of his career too. Sure, sure. <clears throat> right? I mean, it's, a like great, the... it's a great choice. I can't wait to hear it. I know, I'm sure DJ KM1 is pumped about that. He's a huge LP fan, so. Um, he had a good like the, he's on the People's Party, which Talib does. That was a great I, episode. Yeah, like yeah. I think with the right people, like I've really liked. I think I might have said this on here before, but I, I really like that one. Uh, the evidence one is great. Um, trying to think the Michael Rappaport. There, there's a lot of ones that are really good. <clears throat> I haven't I haven't seeked that out. Sometimes the, like the clips will pop up, mm-hmm. and, and I'm always thinking, oh, I should get into this, and then I simply don't. I like him. I actually better. think the I alchemist. Like him, I like him much better as like an interviewer than a rapper. <laughs> yeah, you said that last time this came up. <laughs> He's good. The only thing I'm wondering with that show, and maybe it's a rights thing, yeah. is that I feel like if they did post production and put in clips from the various eras, mm. it might feel a little bit more like a VH1 behind the music type of thing, which I think is the goal that like a lot of these shows, including this one, like try to get to is that, you know, the more you know about something, the more interesting it is. Mm. Um, like I've, I've often thought about it when I was seven years old, I didn't have people handing me muddy waters records. 
and I got like super into like Aerosmith and Motley Crue, but specifically because on MTV they had these things called Rockumentaries where they interviewed like motley crew about making the dr feelgood album and aerosmith about making the pump record Mm. and just hearing the conversations about the songs made them so much more interesting totally even though it changes nothing about the music Mm -hmm. i remember watching uh behind the music on like fucking red hot chili peppers or something and thinking like oh yeah this shit is brilliant (laughs) 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 this guy's dropping bars yeah, Anthony, Anthony, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it's weird how much give it away bangs when the lyrics are that bad. I've once heard one, one time I heard Lupe Fiasco say that that guy was one of his favorite MCs. And he did say he's like, yeah, he, he is an MC. And I thought, boy, howdy, that's an interesting take. <laughs> what I got you got to give it to your mama. <laughs> like, it feels like if Will Ferrell, if that song didn't exist and Will Ferrell did it, you'd be like, uh, you're like, it's a little bit over the top. Like, no one's really going to believe the song does that. But I, And I'm saying that knowing that that song fucking knocks. Uh-huh. It's just when you when you put a lens on it, you did say. Did Rubin produce that album? Did George he Clinton did. Uh, yeah, that, he, I think he did do Blood Sugar Sex Magic. I think that's the one he did. Rick Rubin. Yeah, I thought um, George Clinton Clinton from Parliament uh, produced them. That's a good question. Maybe he just discovered them or something. Sorry, I'm, adjust, I'm adjusting my mic. Just adjusting my mic. Go That's where I'd be adjusting my mic. Like. No, I was going to finish the run. <laughs> I'm adjusting my mic. Go to war. Could I give you any weapon you like? All right, never mind. Goddamn. Uh, let's see here. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Blood Sugar Sex Magic. 1991. Produced by Rick Rubin. Goddamn. Dude, look up, look up Rick Rubin's production disc, discography, or let me just do a screen share. This is fucking crazy. You guys have watched Shangri- Shangri-La, right? No, I haven't. Oh, uh, on Showtime, it's amazing. It's basically a Rick Rubin documentary that's disguised as a documentary about this studio that he owns. Gotcha. Oh, my God. Mick Jagger. Like. Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, didn't realize that. Um. It's just this nine, is a, this is pretty extensive here. Ghetto Boys, Nine Inch Nails, <laughs> ACDC. Mr. Wait, Quest the Mad Lab, Slayer. <laughs> Wait, how was a Quest the Mad Lad? Song I knew he. I knew he did. I knew he did that one. What is that Quest the Mad Lad song that has like just the illest beat? Doom, uh, doom, doom, and the lyric is like, doom, I think the song's doom, literally doom, like, doom, 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 "This is the song when I'm fucking your bitch." Can yeah. you play? A second it's like this, like that. The song like makes that, me like so this. happy. Doom, He's doom, like, doom, and doom, just like doom, that, I'm fucking your bitch. Dude, that I don't, I don't have any, I don't have any, um, banging your girl raps. I, that's something I'd never done. I don't think I do that. I wouldn't. Uh, I don't think I do. <laughs> oh. This beat is so nuts. I would rap to this. It's a good one. I think, um, 
Uh, what's my man's name? Dan Charnas did this one. Oh, Moses' face when the drums just dropped. Yeah. Okay, so have you guys ever have you guys ever heard of the big payback book? Yeah, I think you gave me that. Uh, Did I give it to you? This ago. is one of the most. This it's one of the most phenomenal books I've ever read. Um, That's the one where it's like a chapter on a bunch of different albums. Uh, no, or, or artists. It's just like, um, it's just it's the business of hip hop. I don't know. It, it's a, oh, maybe I didn't read this. Anyways, that guy produced that song. Like Rick Rubin is the producer of the album, but this guy Dan Charnas produced that particular song. He was the A and R for this. For that project, apparently Quest of Mad Lad uh, dislikes Dan Charnas. I think he states somewhere that he, he'd like to kill him or something somewhere. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Anyways, uh, not all music relationships end positive. They don't end positive because he used to work. He was an A and R for Def Jam. Anywho, hip hop. Too back. much violence in hip hop. System of a Down. Wow, that's kind of crazy. He plotted a plan for Polygram. Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> okay, let's look in the 2000s. Jesus. Macy Gray. I'm just looking for the weird ones. Yeah. Jacob Jacob Dylan. Did Andrew Dice Clay actually make music? Oh, well, he did the Saul Williams record. Oh, Amethyst uh, Rockstar is actually a really good record. Huh. No, I think the Dice Clay ones are uh, produced... Like comedy albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wu-Tang, A Better Tomorrow. Never heard it. Huh. I don't think I've ever listened to A Better Tomorrow. Life of Pablo. I think, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's been my stance about the album. Is I'm like, that'll sound better tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. Have you, you peeped it? <laughs> I remember checking it out the day it came out, and I was like, oh, man. They missed on this one. I thought he was sticking with the bit of translating my dad jokes. He goes, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how I, that's how I like to uh, say when I don't like a thing. Did you guys watch the Raekwon Ghostface? No, but uh, that's cool that they did that. Yeah, it was good. Did you watch it, Chuck? I did, yeah. I I would be remiss if I didn't point out that they were rapping over the lyrics mm. and that really upset me, but everything else about it was amazing. Yeah. But no, no awesome. one ever performs their songs for those, do they? Snoop uh, I think that started to become the trend. Like when DMX and Snoop did it, I feel like those guys had instrumentals though. Yeah, they did. I think they were, I don't think they were rapping over lyrics, were they? Snoop I don't think DMX. so. At least Snoop wasn't. Snoop was still out there. Just he's I good. Mean, he's a good performer. He, he, he set his he, lyrics he, up for the long game, though, because if your breath control fades over time, he's still like one, two, three into the foe. Snoop Doggy Dogg and Dr. Dre is that the devil? <laughs> like he fucking chill on that. Yeah, Snoop Dogg's <laughs> delivery is like deep thoughts with Jack Handy. He could do that for twenty four hours straight. Yeah, it's like after long pauses that then trigger fast rhymes to be like take three breaths he's like give me the microphone first so i can bust like a bubble (laughs) (laughs) i remember once um mers did this like 24 hour uh i don't know he i think he was trying to break a world record or something yeah yep and he was you know he must have did all done all his music and it was a live stream of him rapping for however long like 48 hours or something 
And I remember tuning into it <laughs> like way late in it. And like, he's just sitting there like with his eyes barely open. And he, as soon as I opened the link, he was like, one, two, three, into the phone. <laughs> like he had started doing other people's songs. <laughs> oh man. Shout out to Merce for doing that. That's amazing. Yeah. Does he still have the world record, you think? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so, too. I just don't understand the <laughs> level of content that can even be coming out like an hour into a freestyle. No. Well, no, I'm pretty sure he was, like, performing his songs. For 24 hours. Uh, well, no, I think he was, like, trying to break the record for rapping the longest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which he has a huge catalog, so if you just start it. Track one, album one. Yeah, but if you think about it, like, you know, anyone's catalog will only get you so many hours to the point where you have to start, like, covering. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, what percentage would you put it at of verses of yours that you could execute flawlessly from earlier catalogs without practice? None percent. I was thinking about this today because... I was listening to something, you know how like on Spotify when you play a song and then they'll play something similar? Eventually like one of my songs played, so I like went and listened to a couple of my songs and I was like, I don't, I don't have any of these in my head anymore because I haven't, we haven't performed in so long because of uh, the coronavirus. Like I don't, I would have to like sit down and relearn all of my music if I, you know, once we start playing shows again. Incredibly depressing. There's an interesting feeling as a writer when you finally get far enough away from a verse that you don't remember how it goes. Mm-hmm. And then you listen to it again for the first time. But because it's you, you can be like hypercritical and know how you do things now that I actually find it to not be a very enjoyable experience, which I think is hinting at why you were like, take this fucking mixtape off. And I'm like, yo, this shit knocks. Like, I love this, right? Yeah, man, it's fucking unbearable. Really? Is I don't the, even is like, it like. Is it like because it's pre- the lines are predictable to you in some strange way? Like you are. No, I just. It's I just actually the it, flow like, is what gets me the most. I go, yeah. Why the why the why the change in pace? Like why the pause there? Ugh. Oh, I see. Just stick just to the, every stick to it, right? Like <laughs> every decision you were making back then, you're like, I wouldn't do any of this now. Therefore, it's not good. I would think the overdubs would get you. Yeah, most of us were doing a lot of overdubs in the beginning. Overdubbing was heavy, right? That's that feels like like every at the the end of every bar. Oh, every bar had to be. <laughs> It was the funniest thing to watch people in the studio. They'd be like, slam. <laughs> Jam. Yeah. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> and if you say, and then you'll do a third, uh, a third track of like ha. sound sound effects. Yeah, shit like that. <laughs> if, it's like a, if it's like a missile, you say something about like a gun or a weapon, you're like, <laughs> I did that. The first song I was ever on was a song with Z's and uh, that Jason produced. And the last lyric I had was like, smoke MCs on my blacklist to ashes. Because I was obviously like 
trying to be a lyrical miracle. Mm. And uh, I went in the overdub. I went (laughs) (laughs) and like held it really long. And then on the like final cut, he like dropped the drum out and it's just (laughs) me doing for like a bar. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good example of something I would hear now and be like, Oh God, don't do that. Chuck. Don't do that. Do you have, do you have like other embarrassing memories of like, super early creative endeavors yes they're called my entire first album (laughs) I think there's some element too of just like how you never want to be someone who's like surrounded by yes men when you're really not playing stuff for any of your friends or they're just yes manning you and then you finally put it out and then you kind of hear it like someone puts it on at a party or something and you're like oh this ain't it like this ain't yeah. it all right i, w- I want to make moses feel better so steve th- pull up um here we go Re- resonation mm. the album's called forbidden fruit creates many jams <laughs> i'm not joking <laughs> the song <laughs> forbidden fruit creates many jams and the song is called paradox we call reality and I cannot do more than 25 seconds of this or I will leave the show, but I think that it'll be enough that I'll probably throw up. Why isn't this, why isn't this on here? Okay. Hold on. It, it's near yeah. the end. I put out a two part instrumental album called forbidden fruit. Is this under head resonators? No, it should be under resonation, but there's a reggae band called resonation. So you got to go to like the bottom of that discography. Because for some reason, uh, they're lumped together on Spotify, which I've been fine with because it makes this album very hard to find. Oh, there we go. Got it. And then give me... uh, All right, which track? Oh, it's just called Paradox. Paradox, okay. It's the third from the last. It's a nice beat. Say you're the rhymologist? When I'm getting high, hanging out, steady, doing nothing, I think about how I need to start doing something. Then comes a day when I'm busy doing something, and all I daydream about is chilling, doing nothing. All right, turn it off. We're listening to (laughs) Some live on top of it, others die profitless. It goes against democracy to try stopping this. How did you have a list? When did the list go away? country with the highest rate of alcohol killings and drunk driving deaths tallied in... Do I have a lisp on that? Yeah, Jesus, you sound like Cage or something. This is crazy. Millions. You were the same a teenager when you made this. Its children. One of the only ones that doesn't serve it to its children. The paradox we call reality. What you're about to see. This ain't no fallacy. The paradox we call reality. Please turn this off. <laughs> Yo, how, how old were you when you made this? Uh, I was in college, so maybe wow. 2021. Okay. Is this the one where you go? (laughs) Yeah, because I was was asking my way through everything. (laughs) All right. So you about the same age as I was when when I made that other thing. Your shit much hotter. I mean, come on. 
I mean, there's oh, banging shit. beats on this record. This sounds great. I feel like my balls dropped before, after this. This is later in the recording. Right. Yeah, you sound a couple, you sound a little bit deeper on this one. You're complaining about videos, right? Of that course. Sounds, that sounds fine. That sounds fine to me. Rappers complaining about rap? No, but the theme... The theme. The theme of the song was that I was like, it's the same in every genre, and then I rap about fake country artists. Let it play for another, like, two bars. Here we go. For a long time, dude. Napoleon. God damn, Napoleon the Legend. Yeah, that is Napoleon the Legend. Wow. Yeah, I've said on the like... show that he uh, he lived across the hall from me in college. That's awesome. I've, I think almost every person we've told that to in an interview has thought I was lying. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's how I met Cole. That's cool, man. True story. Cole was over there. They were working on a <clears throat> on a song. It was called Five MCs. We could probably say this for every Chrome Bills episode, but there's a new Napoleon the Legend album out. This one's called <laughs> the, the Hole in My Heart Part One. Oh, I heard this the single's nice. Which one is that? Hole in My Heart? Let's go for let's go for I it. assume it is. Yeah. Is that a little go-go beat in the back? Yo, uh, child of a militant, an immigrant, actually was innocent. I changed after the atmosphere got menacing. American dream, I seen the highs and the lows of it. Was soldiering way before the COVID exposed a bit. Always made the most of it, forgotten and ignored. Couldn't get a job, wonder why I got diplomas for. Moving boxes in a store, knowing I'm worth much more. Getting scolded on, brave face, but inside I'm just holding on. Lost my dad, magically got half my family mad. Would have thought I killed him with my own hands. My bad, I was by his side in Africa. The pressure was spectacular evicted from my apartment while sitting at the hospital next to him he didn't recognize me though just another domino trying to figure out what happened but on a side note late 20s didn't accomplish nothing yet my music didn't bubble yet i just had to get past it pops got transferred to paris then he died unexpected family yelling at me i had to accept it took his body to camorra's arms want to bury him time i didn't sleep was longer than the arms of sean Marion. back in maryland i had to pick up the pieces but thankfully my mom was there 
crib was the cleanest. I used to walk for hours out in Germantown. Minimum wage job at CBS. I couldn't turn, I couldn't turn it down. Master's degree. I was making 750 or 725. I forgot. At least I was busy. Local swimming pool. I would swim last to relax. Floating would make me feel light again. Hoping one day I could take flight again. Slowly but surely would feel alive again. The sadness was heavy, but I kept going in spite of it. Turn a page on the life I lived before. Nothing to show for. Surrender to enter the next door. I realized life is lonely and the road is dark. Been through 40 days of rain without no spark. This world can become my soul across some stars. Still carry this hole in my heart, yo. Nah, nah, nah. The legend. The road is dark. Been through 40 days of rain without no spark. This world can become my soul across some stars. Still carry this hole in my heart, yo. yo Mental mildew removed in Tom Hill's wounds. God damn. I still remember that I there was a radio show called Independent Thought at University of Maryland, mm. and I knew this dude, Dan, uh, who was the DJ there, and we used to fuck around. We had classes together. We used to fuck around and freestyle, and he was like, yeah, you want to come up and freestyle on one of the shows? I was like, absolutely. And I was like, can I bring uh, some of my friends? He's like, sure. So I brought my boy, Sean, who was like, a even less polished version of me and then i brought kareem <laughs> at napoleon and like he had such like incredibly developed and intricate verses that it was like as soon as he got on the mic like the the two hosts of the show looked over me and they're like yo who the fuck is this i believe he's it. been nice been nice for a minute he's been nice for a long time I don't think I knew about him until I heard C's, uh collaboration record with. That's a good one. And oh, he's like, on the one with wow. Wax, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? Who's this guy. <laughs> yeah. I still remember funny. this one it's, lyric. He's like, uh, rock a by rock over dumb beats, rock a style that's mine, rock you like crocodile, Dundee. My crew's done deep. Guns be shook when I gundee. Opponents down like Ted Bundy. It's Bob Barrett, keep it moving like ball bearings when I drop my battle boss called a pallbearer. I still just remember hearing that on because I had the tape. We taped when we were on the radio. Holy shit. And I would hear that over and I was like, yo, this dude is on such another level. Yeah. Sorry, Moses, I know I cut you off, but I want to make sure I got that. I think I said everything I needed to say. <laughs> Fair enough. Shout out to Napoleon the Legend. Actually, first scratches I ever did on a song was for a Napoleon the Legend song. And he was oh, like, these really aren't cool. good enough. <laughs> Is that true? No, he actually he actually rocked with him. But it, in retrospect, he was right. Like, my shit was not ready yet, you know? I had to I had to scrap some some cuts that Garth made me. Who's Garth? Gary, I call it Gary Garth. <laughs> yeah, you told, he, you told me you're like these aren't ready yet. No, I didn't tell him anything. He 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 made some cuts for for the end of uh, <clears throat> oh man, one of the songs on on Subterranean Sweatpants, mm. and I was in Mitch's I was in Mitch's uh, studio, and. Uh, Uploaded them, got them into the session, and they were playing. And Mitch was just giving me this look, like, "What is this? <laughs> Why did you bring this to my house?" <laughs> he threw it out. Mitch, Mitch yeah. gave you the poo poo. But hey, he redeemed himself on the second record with the cuts. Oh, I didn't realize that. It, yeah, Gary did the cuts on um, the song he and I have together, which I. I'm spacing on the name for that as well. Is this uh, Ghost Me? No. 
Yes. Okay. Thank you. the The song that they were supposed to be on originally were was Hemoglobin Dollar Bin, and then uh, and Ghost Me. He he did end up having cuts on the beginning and middle of that song, and I think they came out really nice. There's no cuts on this version. <laughs> I've been spatially kidnapped okay, my entire so sorry. life. Sorry. I hung a ride at high and by the wound up high in sight. That shit's hard. Okay, what's the one he has it on? This Ghost one. Me. Oh, Ghost Me. Yeah, okay. I'm fucking up. Uh, I love that shit, though. Am I on the wrong album? I'm on the wrong album. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So you can let this ride while you fix it. I'll fix it. <laughs> Lost in emotion. Tossed in the ocean, floating, block harder than hell. D boys smiling, posting. That flow, oh. the lotion. Start the track, it's so perfect. Mm. Shout out to Annette Peacock. Who's that? Is that who played just, the bass on that? I don't, I'm pretty sure she was the vocalist on the, on that song that we sampled. I'm not sure if she played any instruments though. Should look Whoa, at that. see no more. <laughs> Got you. Okay, now it's coming back to me. Yeah. Yep. Five bucks if you can name that sample. Yeah. It's uh, Richard Pryor. Ah, oh, okay. I owe you five bucks. Bewitched over below moon, took to it like Chuck to a drill bit, bold move on trip. Chuck to a drill bit. You got a shout out on like an open hill bit. Chuck to a new lisp. This is mine right here. Breaker. This, this one belongs to me. I woke up underneath the Sunday paper. Deliberate the dope because the deeds are in the data. Brass tags, the meat and potatoes. Let's go. Let's do a remix where hey. I do the scratches on this song. Speaking of um, <laughs> zombies, speaking of zombies, ate my neighbors. Pages. Yeah. Do you guys remember? You guys remember Sega Channel? Mm-mm. Am I Sega? Oh Channel. man, yeah, man. I forget that I'm so much younger than you guys. You remind so us every I, episode. So when I was a kid, there was this. This thing you could plug into the RF port of your television okay. called Sega Channel. Okay. And you could, like, through the cable, play a different bunch of different Sega games. Like, it was basically like streaming them. Okay. Because you didn't have them in your console. You just, you were connected to this fucking network. Okay. Where are you going with this? Yeah. Was it in the network or was it just in the controller? Sega Channel. I don't. I'm. Pre- I mean, you had to put it into Sega the Channel cable. adapter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This. You guys can't see my screen. Unless I. Unless I'm misremembering, and it was just. It was in. It, like it was in the thing's memory. This thing. Uh, this thing. Wow. Sega Channel adapter, two hundred dollars. Damn. Two hundred dollars now. Yeah. 95. So click on the thing that says, does Sega Channel still work? Because I know, because I, I, I don't even mean that jokingly, because if it really no. was a channel, they would have had to keep it active. 98. Yeah, 98. Online game service. What were you guys up to in 98? I had a uh, so I was in college doing bad rap songs with a list. <laughs> <laughs> You're in college in 98? Sega kind of pioneered some shit, right? This is a... Uh... 
Steve's older than me, for the record. Steve was like getting into his second year of college. I am. I'm the oldest one here. How old are you guys? I'm 41. Uh, I think I'm 41, too. Yeah, I'm 41. I think we're pretty close in age, but we were different years. Because you're. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I have a late, I'm a end of November birthday. Mm hmm. So Sega Channel never made it onto your radar. Mm-mm. I think I was past Sega at this point. Mm-hmm. You I'm going to the... buy one. I'm almost getting some. Uh... Uh, nothing happened. Sorry. Did you guys was Sega Was Sega game? hidden at that time, though? Like, oh, I guess because it was already had been Genesis. Sega Channel. Okay. Interesting. I, f- I feel like 98, 99 people had PlayStation. Games but when did Genesis drop? That was like, like they literally. This isn't because the, the original Sega was kind of whack. But like, then when Genesis dropped, it was like, oh shit, everyone had it. Yeah. So they they sent a um, satellite to beam down video games. Is that what I'm seeing here? Wow. Right. Game server to okay. a satellite to this satellite. Then it comes down to a receiver and goes to your control system. That's fucking crazy. Transmitting yes. live via satellite. And, like, can you imagine? <laughs> I, I think it's going to cost a lot of money to get, um, you know, your video game streaming to a satellite and out of fucking space, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's really cool because, you know, people people play games online now. Yeah. But it's a completely different system. But that was uh, that was some really innovative shit back then. You're right. But anyway, that's just what the line Zombies Ate My Neighbors came from because that was a Why? game that was on Sega Channel. It was a game called Zombies Ate My Neighbors. So the beginning of that beginning of that rhyme. Transmitting live via satellite. <laughs> I'm just over here with the soundboard. <laughs> Zombies Ate My Neighbors video game. Look at this. I gotta stop. I, I should just be permanently sharing the screen here. So how did that collaboration with Elsphinx come along? Honestly, I just I <clears throat> I was supposed to have someone else on that song, but it didn't work out. Mm. And I asked Mitch. I said, "Hey, do you think Bobby would put a verse on this song?" Yeah, I was like very like yeah like uh, yeah. you know scared afraid to ask. Right, and he was just like, "I think so. Yeah, I think he would be psyched about it." And then like within days, he sent me his, and I was like, "Oh man!" Like I was like overwhelmed. Yeah, because because El Sphinx is like uh, fucking one of the most incredible rap He's writers killer, of all time. Man. Yeah, goddamn, it like blows my mind that that dude isn't like internationally celebrated i would agree i mean maybe he is on some level but i sent his uh i sent the what's the you know fuck it we need to listen to this here's that's something i invested in recently i think i bought the bufo song Mm, yeah bufo rips bufo's a ripper man he also has a very dope verse on the upcoming chrome bills record really and how oh yeah and oh man! And how I, the one line that is, is "I absorb my twin in the womb" just gets me every time I hear it. Just the way it's like perfectly executed, where it is in the bar, where it is in the verse. Have you guys had Bobby on the podcast? Sure did. Uh, yes, we did something right after the. What's the? I'm going to draw a blank brain, on brain the cave deluxe. Uh, uh, brain cave deluxe. Yes, it was right oh. after brain cave deluxe dropped. Very cool. How I, I went to call it cellar door because that's the song that I always yeah. think of when I think oh. of the record. Yeah. PJ Catsbeat. Is that a PJ Catsbeat? I think it is. They come from all walks of life. This shit is ridiculous. From 
every corner of the earth From higher to lower And parallel dimensions They call To lick the bullfuck At various It's futile to cherry pick Ain't no use in splitting hairs My mere existence can leave you wicked Brutal disrepair Pucker your lips The fluid's imperative Train the pustules and fits Puzzling very different Found the groove in his crown for jewel. Ghost riding the shy and lured out of Jordanowski's doom. Thrown in the guts of decaying cacti. Savor the gadflies, my favorite pastime. While well, I deliver manifestos in a band language, stenographers get hopped by a squad of my translators. You can benefit from the counseling of eyeball hominids and synthetic surroundings. Tailgaters partake in the latest fiasco that pairs exquisitely with the sacred tobacco. Radiates apples, baby, that sums it up. Fill it in your gut. You took too much, though you stuck in your gut. base of the sacred tree. He reigns supreme in the space between. Wanna see fame, belief in the faith-based scheme. Don't wanna make the leaf, and it ain't that deep. Hollow the base of the sacred tree. Jesus, man. So I was wrong. Cellar door is Hunchback Esquire. I feel like I'm oh. tripping right now. Hunchback Esquire. Okay. That was produced by Fat Neil. <laughs> Fucking killer job, Fat Neil. And I know that Steve, record. Can you, give us, I know. can you give us a sneak peek and play the verse off the Chrome Bills album? Mm. Let's get is that a good idea? Let's I don't know. Moses, Moses, what do you say? Good idea, bad idea? I know that I want to hear it. So I think we can do it. It's just a taste. All right, you fucking low lives out there, hobble on up to the trough and get your feed. <laughs> get the the play button and the record button ready, and the tape queued up. This is the horny is the horny poem. mix. Is this the horny mix? It's too? Horny mix, and it's probably. Let's just play his verse. You can don't play mine. Don't play Cole's. Or you probably have to catch the tail end. Of I know. I'm trying really. to figure out. What, okay. I think he rhymes. It's loading. He comes in. It's loading. This is a Chrome Bill exclusive. Yep, there it is. the to check Step back, I'm about to bet the max. Kitchen at tracks with three tesseracts. Copping under stamp from the effects of slab. Face pressed against the glass. Trying to make the impression last at least a minute or two. Raising glass to my better half. I absorb my twin in the womb. Spinning the center, future that fit a loop. Now it's all jitters and puke off the visual cue. Throw up the dub with the falconry glove. Salary jumping a dead end economy. The speeding code pays for electric lobotomies. I'll have me. <laughs> Man, that beat is fucking bananas. <laughs> That's the one that Max is beatboxing on us as well, as we were talking about the uh the primo yeah, true. shit earlier. Bring it back what? to the bring it back to the beginning. Rappers have this thing, no matter how much we like it. You're like, I wanted that beat. Yeah, we get we become <laughs> if you know we you know it's a great beat if we're offended. Why didn't you give me that beat, you dick? Yeah. Sorry. Or like, why, like why am I on this fucking other beat? <laughs> The one well, I'm like, super fun shit. This this song's been just sitting around fucking and 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 I did another one. <laughs> you can get on that one too. No, it's too late. I mean, it's not special anymore. No, it's good. You're, the song we have is is an amazing song. And you're supposed to get on another one. If I'll true politely, not to be a nudge. I do like the song we made. However, I have I do think he we're in the, the um, we're in the shadow of um. Of clean house. 
forever. True. It's going to be a hard one to live up to. We'll have to let the people decide. Boy, howdy, am I drunk. <laughs> what year, what scotch and what year are we talking tonight? Glenn Levitt 12. Oh, there we go. If if I've ever if I've ever uh mentioned that on the pod before, this is for sure a new bottle. Glenn Levitt 12. <laughs> this is a new one here. Yeah, I haven't I haven't um consumed any booze or coffee since I since I got sick. Um so very sensitive to the <laughs> wait is this the first time for real uh no i've drank i've drank a little bit since then but like i'm like fresh i'm like I'm, it's like the first time i've ever drank in my life <laughs> <laughs> is that from tonight putting a little Good dent God. in here your boy's putting a little dent in this is that from tonight little harvey dent <laughs> Is that Steve? That's all from tonight. Wow. Yeah. Putting a little, putting a little putting hurt down on a weeknight. I'm telling you, tomorrow's gonna hurt, man. You gotta go to the office or not? Yeah, I gotta take the kids to school in the morning, and then full day of work. This one of your beats, Steve. <laughs> How did Steve just start making beats at 38 years old and it turns out fire? I'm putting the scratches on my beats now. Sounds fucking great. That shit's hard, right? Yeah. That one came out good. Fuck that. My God. That one came out good. You guys hear, did I send you my newest beat? Let's hear it. Don't play it on the pod. I'm Let's just play it on the podcast. Fuck. Let the people sure. decide. I liked it. Huh? I said you did send it, and I liked it. Everything number six? Let's go. That's the one. Let's yes. Go. Let's go. <laughs> Moses, face. Moses doesn't like it now. I liked it because... You didn't let it get repetitive with the with the. You always flipped it up every at the end of all these things. It's very, very smart. <laughs> See, I like I like small, I like small small variations. Well, I like small bands. Yeah. So I only sample like small like trios and shit like that. <laughs> okay, that's or a rule. duos. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know how to make big sounds. Mm. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I get. I like that beat. I like. I, I'll probably use that. Play another one. Send me another one. Let's play more beats. Yo, I haven't. That's the first thing I've done since I've gone through all that crap. No. But um, I uh, I feel like I'm I'm gonna finish that record soon. Really? How far into it are you? Um. I'm, I'm probably at the halfway mark. Can I get one on there? Just let me get one. One beat? Let me just get one. Well, you know, I produce, <laughs> I got to produce my He's shit do the from whole top thing. to bottom. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, we. I can definitely get some like Steve Bills we'll get a single contributions. Project. We'll get a single project. project. That's fine. We could do that too. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. And Chuck, and Chuck, what? Chrome Bills, <laughs> let's, let's, 
Let's do this. Yeah, I don't think. No, I think I can't keep up. I can't keep up with the pace anyway. So how about this right here? This one, yeah, because I do we know this? Yeah. Oh, this is fucking fantastic. Steve and Moses single, and Chuck. I think they're supposed to be on the, <laughs> I'm on the remix. <clears throat> Holy lord, was this fucking Grant Green? Let's go, <laughs> or West Montgomery. Larry Corio. I don't even know who that is. He's playing a little jazz guitar, man. You know? Mm. Tell us tell us how you play the bass guitar. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. I think I set that one aside specifically for you. I, I'll fucking... Uh, Time to merc that. That one's right up your alley. That's a, rip that's that a, beat a new one. That's a good one right there. Yo, you ever see Dave Navarro on uh, Tim and Eric? Mm, I, I definitely did not. The old man is interviewing him in his like dungeon basement, and he's he's like half asleep, and he shoves his face into the mic and goes, "Tell us how you uh, play the bass guitar." <laughs> <laughs> oh, done in dungeons? Is this it? I don't know. Tell us. Tell us more about that. <laughs> oh no! Where's the sound? Oh, it's it's muted. It's muted. Addiction and the red. Can you guys hear peppers. this? Yeah, David. I no, can't, we can't, I hear can't hear it. You can't hear it. All right. Mm-mm. Navarro. This is it, David though. Navarro, please come in. He puts out the fog machine. Nice to see you again. Oh, tell us, hey, tell us Hi, more David. about it's, the song. Uh, it's actually, it's Dave Navarro. Dave Navarro. Dave Navarro. Got it. So, um, who are you? What instrument do you play? Uh, do you play, sing, or? I, I'm a guitar player. Oh, Steve's player. sitting there listening uh, to the audio. See, it's a good thing we have. Both he doesn't know. He, okay, so he doesn't know. Well, actually, I'm. What a, instrument I'm he plays? Not a bass guitar player. Yeah, you're. Oh. I'm a, a lead Steve guitar player. Though, right. <laughs> this is good. Sorry. Doesn't make for a good podcast. I also like is... that it's listed as Jane Addiction. <laughs> and Red Pepper. <laughs> and Red Pepper. <laughs> Red Pepper. <laughs> Jane Addiction. Red what? Pepper. So what other band is Dave Navarro from? Uh, okay. Okay, so. Soundgarden, right? No. Yeah, I think yeah, Chuck, uh, Chuck out. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So what is red? <laughs> what is I think, red pepper? <laughs> I think it's a red hot chili pepper. <laughs> but I'm not even sure if he was ever in. I mean, he certainly wasn't a vocalist in uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. All right, look, this is, this is this that is that photo, by the okay, way. This photo. is not based in any sort of um, uh, factual place, but I can tell this dude's a huge douchebag. <laughs> Oh, you're not familiar with this guy? No, is outside he, of this. N- no. Okay. So I'm sorry. If he he I might be he was, the he might be a cool dude. I I don't was know. Was he married to Carmen Electra? Or am I making sure that up? Was there we go. Oh man. Not that that would negate the huge douchebag factor, since it's, she kind of I think it's she kind of has a type. It's yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, this is becoming more based in facts that this dude's a douchebag. I'm sorry. Whoa. I kind of like that as an album or song name, based in facts. He's kind of the original douchebag. I mean, actually. this is not. Yeah, this is not good. It's not a good. Oh, D original douchebag. Oh, D original douchebag. Oh man, I don't know this dude, but I don't like him. <laughs> I just know. I remember seeing on TV when I was a little kid his um, wedding to, uh-huh. with Carmen Electra, uh-huh. and they brought out the cake, and he grabbed a piece of the cake with his hands. Yeah. And he said, I haven't eaten a fucking carbohydrate in 10 years or something. And then just like started oh, eating the cake with God. his hand. Oh, God. But more, I was more offended by the fact that he avoided carbs for a decade. Yeah, no, that's exactly what's what's offensive about that, right? I mean, usually, you, both of you guys are married, right? Yes. Did you smash cake into your betrothed's faces? No. That's you disrespect. Didn't? No, that's disrespectful, man. We every, wedding I've, <laughs> every wedding I've ever been to, there was uh, cake smashing. Happening. Really? Yeah. Huh. Tell you what, never not amused by it. Yeah. I'm always like, yeah, smash, get in there. Smash it. <laughs> I will say it, it, there's anticipation and payoff. Like anytime I've been at a wedding where it happens, I'm like, yeah, get it. <laughs> Take that cake. <laughs> cake, 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 cake. Well, that's the thing. It's the anticipation. Like, everyone expects it, but when it does happen, you're like, whoa, who saw that coming? (laughs) Steve, did you guys have a wedding cake? Mm. I was behind the boards. I don't remember. I DJed Steve's wedding. I was so drunk. And by DJed, I hit play on a playlist that he had already made and stood behind the tables like I was DJing. And got saucy. I gotta get married soon. Yes, please. Please edit this out, this next part out. What part? <laughs> okay. I should probably go to bed. It's eleven o'clock. Yeah, same. My I wife is getting home. her COVID shot tomorrow and she's gonna be waking up at five forty five and waking up the entire house. Oh, so Yeah, so this is so, episode one seventy six. Chrome Bills, thanks for tuning in, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> Um, yeah, we, we probably should can't break. do that again. Before we, before we go, yeah. all right, one, two, three. So before, we probably should break, right? But before we go, is there anything we didn't touch on? Steve, is there anything we forgot? We forgot DJ Rags. Stay low and keep firing out now. DJ Rags. <laughs> Friend of the show. We got to get Rags back on. Um, Rags and uh, producer Product 90 put a mixtape out on. Um, I think it's One Collective Records. I don't know. Maybe it's DJ Rags Records. I know it's Rags, um, Product 90, and Unknown put this tape out. It's super dope. Um, nice. It's a mixtape. Um, and I think you can get perhaps like a skate video with it. Maybe a t-shirt too. Anyways, check it out. DJ Rags, Bandcamp.com. Super fresh. Uh, as always, check Mystery Sounds. They're putting out a lot of music on on Spotify, their Bandcamp, and also a lot of merch that you should definitely check mm-hmm. out. Uh, Pen Pals. New Pen Pals record. Faux Pals? Faux Pals. Faux Pals. Super fire. Uh, the homies always showing love and always putting out uh, dope material. Um, 
I'm trying to think what, wow. else, what else came out. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. I'm going to hang out with Bobby next weekend. Wow. That's what's up. Wow. 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 A big homie Eskimo bros on Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Who's got the old school zip zip file with his stack of books? What was that? Was that in Steve's uh, screen share? Yeah, yeah, one of the icons with like the old school zip with like a, the. Let's find out. I have no idea. Don't right do. there, the the very the most recent file. Oh, it's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> this right here. Oh, this is this is the RAR. Remember People the. People off of my shit. That's oh, the RAR. Yeah, that's the RAR shit right there. Home, very tight. Homeboy. Extract here. Yeah, good times. I should probably that's, switch. That's my, my next solo. I need some new album art. My next solo album, Extract Here. Oh, Steve, thanks for the um the mouse pad, bro. Oh, you rocking the mouse pad? You said you yeah, don't even have a, a mouse though. I don't have a mouse, but I'm gonna I'll find out a way to use it. Okay. Got that pad. Yeah. Uh yeah, hit us up. Chrome Bill's mouse pads are in stock. <laughs> um they are fifty five dollars a piece. So just shoot fifty five dollars to <laughs> Chrome Bills at Gmail and I'll hook you up with the mouse pad. Mm. Free mm-hmm. shipping, Z- zero shipping. It will not cost you anything to ship it, but fifty five dollars to press that. <laughs> fifty five. That's it. Fifty five. Um, and then yeah, working on the new record. It's going to come out at some point in the twenty twenty one. We in promise. The next lifetime. Twenty twenty one. We promise. It's almost done. I've already listened to it. Like it's been out for two years. That's my fault. Yeah, don't do that to yourself. <clears throat> Is it done? No. There's one more song to finish, and you're on it. Okay. Let's do it. Why don't, Steve, why don't you send us out with the beat that Moses and I have not recorded to yet? Okay. Uh, and it will, it'll give us a little motivation. I also haven't recorded or even necessarily written a verse. Oh, I, thought you had, I thought you already started it. I have one, but this verse is intimidating me because the song wants it's to personal. be so good. It's personal. Don't no, it just up. wants to be so good. I, I, you know, I write normal shit to it. I write personal shit to it, and all of them are not what I want it to be. Okay. This is Chrome Bills, one seventy six. Peace. Peace. Linda Boulevard, represent, represent, represent. <laughs>